Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Meet the Author, where you can join in on insightful conversations with best-selling and award-winning indie-published authors. Your hosts today are Rob and Joan, who themselves are indie-published authors, book publicists, and paranormal investigators with Tampa Bay Spirits, based in Tampa Bay, Florida. Thanks for dropping by. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Having a little trouble on Facebook right now, so uh, one of the Facebook uh, streams. So we're gonna go. Okay, it's this one. It's Meet the Author Podcast. Okay, we're gonna go oh. off air for a minute and come back oh, on. No, looks like it may be there now. All right. Okay, hopefully it's there. We'll see. We'll kind of take this slowly here. Right at this point, they've had some issues with Streamyard uh, lately. So we'll... Well, did that check just come up? Well... Yeah, it, it was red, and, and it came back up blue. So it, When you it looks clicked like on it, or...? No, I didn't click on okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started for everybody that's out there on YouTube and LinkedIn and the other two Facebooks. Okay. Um, want to remind everybody about the Voice of Indie podcast uh, immediately following this show. Uh, the author tonight is uh, Carlisle Toms, who's going to be on there. Uh, your host, Beam Weeks, and uh, Stephen Gary G's. Um, tune in at the, or stay and watch at the end of the show tonight. And uh, there's a, a short commercial that tells you exactly how to get over to watch that, uh, or to listen to that uh, uh, and participate in that uh, podcast. 
Uh, episode Rewind this Saturday is Magnolia Bluff uh, 2022 Part 2. Uh, Brickfield and Berkey, James Callan and Richard Schwint. And we just lost uh, a couple more Facebook. uh, Facebooks. Okay, so All right. we'll just click those guys off. And so if you're watching on Facebook, uh, wow. we might want you to go over to YouTube or LinkedIn uh, well, to watch gonna, because they're not staying on. So. They're not going to hear that. At any rate, if you have trouble on Facebook, do that. Okay. Sorry about the problem, but it is a, it is a StreamYard problem. Um, next uh, next Wednesday is Michael Scott Clifton. He writes several genres. He writes um, fantasy, paranormal, sci-fi, adventure, romance, uh, all in the same books, I think. Uh, he's on next Wednesday, March 1st at 7 o'clock uh, right here. And you can listen anytime to the podcast uh, on IndieBookSource.com. Tomorrow night, we want you to join us for episode two of the Haunted Campfire Tales. That's February 23rd, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. You can watch live on Facebook, uh, the Tampa Bay Spirits group page. Hopefully, you can watch on Facebook. Uh, Meet the Author page and also on YouTube, Meet the Author podcast channels. Uh, watch later at tampabayspirits1.com. Okay. okay it looks like Paul Hollis says, hey, Rob and Joan made it. All right. There's Hi, been a problem with uh, Facebook, and StreamYard just told us that. Yeah, it looks like um, Paul's on LinkedIn. I mean, on uh, Paul's on uh, YouTube today. Yeah. And uh, Zardoz is on LinkedIn, uh, YouTube also. LinkedIn and YouTube are working fine. Yeah. Facebook is not. He says, we know that we've had since we started the program we've had three messages from Streamyard saying it's either a problem with facebook or something yeah it's like a bumpy road here yes right but hang on it's we're gonna chris chrisman says okay now facebook is working yeah we can see that all three are working so every once in a while they go off and they come back on so it's like yeah yeah we just want to say that if facebook stops working you can always hop in our youtube channel exactly. it's working fine yeah. and linkedin so far in linkedin yeah <clears throat> uh chester Swan- swanson senior good evening from texas good Welcome. morning from, from the great george dismuke says okay i'm here had trouble getting in yep yeah, you uh, may uh, need to pop over to to, to our uh, youtube channel YouTube of facebook yeah if you get bumped yeah <laughs> Stardust said, now Facebook is working. Yeah, we got all blue. Chris Christman said, Facebook is being glitchy. It's yeah. being very glitchy. We, we have uh, all green and, lights on there right now. And, <laughs> and hello, Chris. Chris. <laughs> hello, Robin <laughs> Jones. Hello. What was... I don't like that. Stressful. No. Let me just say, welcome. <laughs> I usually say that right away. Tonight I didn't. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad whether you're watching us now tonight live or if you're listening or watching live another day. We're really glad that you're here and glad that you decided to join us in the audience. Yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry about all the trouble on Facebook, folks. It's not us. It's not us. It's oh, Facebook. We got something in the mail today. Yes. Uh, last week, if you remember, Jim Carlson was on and he wrote his, his book first book. was released uh, Monday, I believe. Slays the Dragon. He sent us a copy. It's really awesome. Ooh, Ooh let me see. Where is it? There it is. <gasps> There's the dragon. dragon. 
Anyway, it's a great little book. He sent nice it book. after the after the broadcast. He said, um, and as you all know, we're having our first great grandchild in June. I may have mentioned it once or five hundred times. And he said he wanted to uh, he wanted to uh, send it for the anyway, new baby. The new everybody should get a copy. Reagan slays the dragon. Okay. So Joe Conjol says, hi, Rob and Joan. I'm here. Hi, hi. Joan. Chris Christmas says, dragons. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, well, didn't. <laughs> hey. George just knew. Hey, George, says, pass the grits. I'm hungry. Dinner and a show, eating buttered grits. <laughs> that's At the that's restaurant really we good. go to, I get cheese grits. They got mm. a pile of cheese on the top. Oh, it's just delicious. It's so fantastic. healthy. Oh, it's great for you. Yeah, keeps you happy. Keeps not, you smiling. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, George Joe, and I do. Joe Conjol. Did I say Joe Conjol's here? I think Joe Conjol said, hi, Robin. Joe, I'm here. Hi, Joe. Just making sure that you did. Wow, that was really exciting, <sighs> and I don't want to do that again. No. So maybe we should well, sally forth. We do, oh. we do have some news, though. Um, oh, yeah. You mentioned, and I don't know if anybody heard it, that tomorrow night we're going to have another campfire. Yeah, show. Haunted Campfire Tales. Um, with our team. At 7.30. At 7.30. And it will be on, unfortunately, Facebook. <laughs> two Facebooks and a YouTube. Three yeah. three Facebooks well, and a YouTube. It'll no, be. Two. Well, it'll be on Robin Joan and on Meet the Author Podcast Facebook and the Tampa Bay Spirits Facebook, right? No, just Tampa Bay Spirits, Meet the okay. Author page, and YouTube, Meet the Author Podcast channel. All right. So. You can watch it there, but the really good news is um, we've talked with the uh, station manager here, and um, it's going to be a regular podcast. Yeah, he's but picking up the picking up the podcast for us, so so it'll be the last Thursday of every month. Tampa Bay Spirits will be will be putting on a, a podcast. So we're going to add one, two, three more outlets. Yeah, yeah two. Uh, three more radio station outlets. It'll be going out live, and then it'll also be on the podcast. So, yeah. Chris Christman says, that's cool. We'll have a d different the theme podcast. for every show. This week, uh, tomorrow night, is about uh, dreams. Uh, Premonition that, dreams. That predict the future. Yeah. yeah. We might also do a little um, tutorial on how to use flashlights to... Uh, contact spirits and yeah. and you i know we've talked about it before but this time we'll be able to literally show you how it works probably not be able to show you a spirit talking to us unless somebody shows up at our house unexpectedly <laughs> a guest uh, guest appearance a guest appearance by a dead someone joe conjol said that's awesome it is awesome we're only doing it once a month though only not doing month. two podcasts a week meanwhile we have a great guest tonight Yes. Yeah. Rosalind Reed. She probably fell asleep backstage. Yes, she did. Waiting for this. <laughs> this. We're chit-chatting away. Yeah. Okay. So and freaking we, out. Why don't we bring her in? <laughs> Come on in. Rosalind Reed. Hi. Yes. Yeah, hey, oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome, Rosalind. Sorry about all the rough stuff. <laughs> Good evening. Oh. Direct from Maine. <laughs> Yay. 
<laughs> Joe Conchal said, please show us how to do shadow puppets with flashlights. Oh, right. <laughs> we can do that. We can arrange Joe, that. if you don't know how to do that by now. I could do something. Like that. <laughs> nah, doesn't work too good. Like oh, here. my oh, goodness. Oh, she's got her flashlight. <laughs> it's not working there either. No. <laughs> I think spirits would have a very difficult time using that particular flashlight. She, she comes prepared, though. That's <laughs> well, always. That's it's always good amazing. to have a prop, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell? Yeah, and can you tell that through us that we're watching all of our channels disappear? And the red like, light's gone blink, 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 blink. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> Drop back 20 and punch. Woo. <laughs> I feel really bad because I don't know as if Chester Swanson Sr. has ever listened in before, but he probably thinks, okay, these people are really crazy sad perhaps he's right yeah sad show <laughs> anyway so so don't go away chester yeah hang in there hang mate. in there so you're gonna ask i was gonna ask Rosalind, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself well i started writing at eight and i stopped writing at midnight <laughs> <laughs> that's uh -huh. that's so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is when we need our little sound effects button. Yeah. We have that's very good. Thank you. I've been practicing it for years. It worked. Why don't we try this again? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I really did start writing in eight. Oh, okay. But it was like, you know, comics with stick figures and stuff. And then I started writing stories about horses and I would read them to my class. And then I took a hiatus for quite a long time, several decades while I was making a living. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I picked it up again um, after I moved to Maine. I never imagined I could write an entire book. And one morning I woke up. And this book was writing itself in my head. Yes. And yeah. I said, I was trying to get it to stop. This kept happening like every day, every morning I'd wake up and more of this book would write itself. So it just came to me out of the ether, like the character's names. I knew his name was Early. I knew he had a son named Tiki. I knew he had a friend named Hal. And... Then I started paying attention to the writing and I said, gee, this isn't bad. Maybe I should write it down. And that's what happened. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's, and now I have these wonderful. two books back, these two books back here. That's okay. that's yeah. really great. Yeah. I I it was it was amazing to me because it's like the longest project writing I've ever undertaken. I've done articles for Llewellyn. And I'm sure you know them. Yeah. Yeah. I did articles for the almanac and the calendar and, um, but always short stuff, but I never thought I had a book in me, but apparently I have several. Wow. <laughs> Chris Christman says thoughts in the ether is real. Yes. So, yeah. It's yeah. out there and you just have to snag it. 
<laughs> yeah. So which one was your first book? Oh, that was a scandal at Crystalline about a Raku pottery artist who might be a murderer. Oh, what is Raku pottery? It's a type of Japanese pottery where they do this. Oh. Uh, they, they do it in a uh, pit. They dig a pit in the ground and they put the pot in the pit and they throw a bunch of uh, stuff in there and set it on fire and seal up the pit. And then when the pot is finished cooking, they take it out and they dip it in water. And, uh, oh, it is really beautiful. You should Google it. They've oh, got we will. I will. Gorgeous colors, gorgeous designs. So that's why the cover has the potter at a pottery. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And the top of the cover is like orange. And with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then it fades to black down at the mm. bottom. Just for those that are not watching this on video. So who is your protagonist? Uh, his name is James Early. He is a black detective who lives in Maine. And he, he, uh, he has a teenage son. He's about 13. His name is Tiki, who helps him. And his best friend is Hal, who's the black police chief. <laughs> so it's kind of the usual setup, you know. I'm friends with the cops. They either yeah. hate the cops or they're friends with the cops. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah. Beam Week says, and welcome, Beam, Hi, Beam, to the audience. We already <laughs> told people to tune in for your show right after ours. Yeah. I love it when a book writes itself in my head. That's when mm -hmm. I begin to outline the story, which actually goes along with Joe Congel's question. Did you plot out the stories or, or are you a pantser? So that's what Beams asked. When that happened, then did you do the outline and then fill it in or no outline, just wing oh, it? No, I'm totally a pantser. <laughs> Those characters do whatever they want. <laughs> and in fact i didn't even use that the scenes that were writing themselves in my head i didn't use them in the book um oh that's were, interesting yeah they were chapters one through three and i was sending out queries and stuff and nobody liked it <laughs> and then i got rid of the first three chapters and that's when it was published Wow. Wow. So that's how it worked. But I saved them for later in case. Sorry. Is that what everybody should do throughout, throughout the, first the first three chapters, chapters so they can get published? There you go. Is that like if the. You have to. You have to. I mean. Formula? <laughs> no. Sometimes it's a good idea to get rid of a lot of stuff, you know. That's true. Yeah. But um, that's just the way it worked for me. Uh, I don't know why. It didn't happen that way with the second book. <laughs> So did you use, though, the same characters and everything from what you yeah. were getting? Okay. Yeah. I even saved the first three chapters in case I could leave, use them later. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what writers do. <laughs> yeah. Joe Congel said, um, how did you become interested in writing paranormal mysteries? 
Well, uh, they're paranormal in the sense that there are tarot readings in them. So they're called paranormal by my publisher. It's not like ghost chasers or anything, except the second one is has to do with a ghost. But that is why my publisher called them paranormal, because of the tarot readings. Okay. And paranormal oh. is popular, so it was a good, a good, uh, good yeah. lean to it, right? Good instincts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Joyce Shelton, New York said, I just figured that out in one of the books I finished. Get rid of the first few characters. <laughs> hey, Joy, welcome. Welcome, Joy. Joy's going to be on the show tomorrow night. Yeah. On the premonition, the dreams. It'll be fun. <clears throat> anyway. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Joy says, hi. <laughs> Hello. I yeah, think, that's go ahead. I'm I was sorry. Say, I think we should go go ahead and take our first break. Already? Yeah, already. Yeah. We spent the first we, five minutes trying to get were, everybody on on we Facebook. We're going, going through the bumps <laughs> in the road there. That's well, my fault. Facebook hates me. <laughs> it was it was the so. gremlins at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't like feed them. them. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to take right. our first break. We'll and be right we'll back. Be don't back go in away. Three minutes, folks. So don't go away. Don't go anywhere. They thought the siren was dead. In the novel Siren Song by author George Dismukes, James Harmon shot her twice. Several people saw her dead body sinking slowly into the abyss. But now, in Siren Song 2, Evidence suggests that she may still be alive. She killed that boatload of people. It was her! And she's just getting started! Angie, that's impossible. The cold chill up my spine tells me it's not impossible. We've got to start all over again. And this time, do it right. Siren Song 2. The story continues. Available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and many other bookseller websites. Get your copy today. Mystery hovers in the Magnolia Bluff Public Library. It has nothing to do with the hundreds of suspense novels on its shelves. Caroline McCluskey is the librarian. She finds a crimson hat and a black and white poodle puppy. They belong to Esther Williams. Esther is missing. The police can't find her. Neither can the FBI. Esther's only hope is a ring of three women investigators who form the Round Table. The Round Table has already solved one mystery in town. But this time, a woman's life is at stake. The Doggone Diamond Dilemma is now available on Amazon. It's a murder scene. Like many others, except the prime suspect is a beautiful woman Detective Ray Schiller's past. 
Ray is determined to help her. But at what cost? Targeting him for his interference. The killer threatens all Ray holds dear. He's given terms and a deadline. He can't possibly meet. Run, Ray, run. Watch the past come back with a vengeance in Targeted. Don't miss a second. Order now. Welcome back. We are back. Lonnie. Oh, I love those. They're great. Yeah, yeah. they're all good, good books. Good commercials, good books. Yeah. Lonnie Hi, Becca Jones Becca. says, it's probably Becca, says hello. And Joe Conjol says, speaking of joy, I just finished The Bloody Shoe Affair. Really good read. Review will be up tomorrow. That's cool. And you can take that to the bank. Joe is very, very good at his reviews and getting them up, getting them out there fashion. for people and reading. He reads like a. There's going to be a book giveaway, like a so you can read Rosalind's too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so would you? So the the first book is a scandal at Crystalline, and you told us a little bit about that. Um, your second book is Spiricom. The Spiricom. The Spiricom. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is right up your alley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it's about Dr. Pye, Dr. Spencer Pye, whose uh, bride was killed on their wedding day in a limo crash on a uh, rainy um, a rainy main night and he's very disconcerted and depressed and all and he's he's in a wheelchair he's actually the character's in a wheelchair and he um, he's very depressed until he finds plans on the internet to build Thomas Edison's uh, machine called the Spiricom which supposedly contacts the deceased so he builds it, and he contacts his his wife, and what he hears, he wasn't expecting. So he has to call early and to uh, straighten this mess out. Okay, I get it now. Okay, so that's cool. Yes, that's a cool cover. Um, I'm so not gonna there. I'm not gonna tell you what I think. <laughs> he discovers because <laughs> I don't want to give away any spoilers, but that's a pretty good hook. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, <clears throat> and would, it's won three awards so far. <laughs> good. Would you it's, like to read part of Spiricom or part yeah. of a scandal yeah. at Crystalline? Which, yeah, I have an excerpt here from the Spiricom. Um, okay. Great. I'm going to try and distinguish between the characters. Obviously, I'm not going to sound like a six foot five big guy. No. <laughs> but we'll do what we can here. We'll use our imagination. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's across the hall. His office is across the hall from a woman who reads tarot cards, and her name is Amber. Who is this your detective? Yes. This okay. is early. Okay. And early is across the hall from Amber who reads tarot cards. 
And sometimes he goes over there to chat. Sometimes he consults her on a case. Um, every little bit helps. So, okay. So he's in her office right now and they're reading the tarot cards. Early pulled out three cards and turned them face up. The first one depicted an armored skeleton riding a horse and bore the word death. He looked up at Amber. Is this clear enough? Seems rather obvious, which is one reason why I'm skeptic skeptical about tarot readings. <laughs> Too obvious, she said. It may look clear to someone who can't read tarot, but the death card really means death. However, since we're asking to contact a dead person, I think it's a sign we can take this reading literally. Who's the chick on the next card? The high priestess. She guards secrets, Amber said. I don't like the sound of that. Is she going to give any up? That's not her purpose. The major arcana represent forces not under our control. She and death are part of that. He placed his big hand next to the third card. What about this troll sitting on his money? The four of pentacles. He's a miser. See how he holds onto those coins? You won't get anything from him. I read fours as what you need. In this case, you would need a crowbar to pry out whatever you want from him. Good luck with that. She shook her strawberry blonde curls and gathered up the cards. Giving up? It's pretty clear Melanie doesn't wish to be contacted. Melanie's the dead bride. Shit, that was no help. <laughs> Sorry, Early, I'm not an infallible oracle. He patted her well-manicured hand. I'm just frustrated. Me too, she pouted. I hate it when the cards come up empty. Would it work better if I directly asked the cards whether Melanie was murdered and who did it? Amber's big blue eyes flew open. You think she was murdered? Spencer does. Where did he get that idea? She died in an accident. Early decided to be discreet for now. Regardless of where he got it, he does have it. Can we ask? We can give it a try. She handed the deck back to him. Early shuffled, early shuffled like he was off to Buffalo. His laser focused on his question. A man on a mission. Those cards weren't going to get evading from him now. Oh, God. His cards weren't going to evade him this time. Ta-da, he said, presenting them to Amber on his palm. She fanned the cards out again. Go for it. He poked through the deck and soon had three cards staring up at him. Amber contemplated them. This looks more forthcoming. Good. What do you see? Sword, 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 she cried, waving her hands and tinkling her jewelry. Someone is in emotional turmoil. No shit. What have I dealt here? The first card is the four of swords, a woman crying in her bed. She's miserable, regretful, depressed. Something horrible has happened to her. But as I said, fours tell you what you need, and I call this card, give it a rest. She needs to step back and stop mourning. She looked up at Early. Could this apply to Spencer? But there's a woman on the card. The meaning is what counts. Except for court cards, and sometimes not even none, the minor arcana are gender fluid. Early shrugged. Then maybe it is him. Doesn't building an obscure electronic device to contact one's deceased wife sound over the top to you? He did that? Early's discretion vanished. Yeah. I'm intrigued, Amber said. 
There are many different ways of grieving. I've contacted the deceased plenty of times and seen all kinds of weird things, both in readings and in my clients. Me too, but Spencer's project seems pretty out there to me. Obviously not to him. Look at the second card, the Knight of Swords. As I've mentioned before, the court cards, kings, queens, knights, and pages represent real people in my experience. The Knight of Swords depicts someone who likes to stir up trouble. Why would that card show up now? Who is this and where do they fit in? Could be the murderer, Early said, if there is one. Perhaps the cards are saying she really was murdered. Amber's face turned gloomy. And the last card? She picked up the card and examined it. The Page of Cups. See the fish peeking out of the cup he's holding? This is a naive person who's going to get a big surprise related to matters of the heart. Early's brow furrowed. Get a big surprise? He hasn't gotten one already? The card is placed in the future segment if you read them that way. Besides, we can't assume it refers to Spencer. What do you make of all this? The previous reading showed mostly forces out of our control, but this reading indicates the opposite. I'd say we need to identify who the people are and what roles they play. That might lead us to the truth about Melanie. Great Hitchens ghost. I better write this down. He took out his notebook and scribbled some notes, then stood up and repocketed it. I think I've got all I need to get started. Thanks for being my go-to expert. She smirked. Always do what you're best at. I'll probably be thinking more about these readings. These off-the-wall combinations tend to nag at me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't let this case make you crazy. That's my job. He grabbed the remains of his coffee and walked out the door, deep in thought about what the cards had and had not revealed. Interesting. Hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> A really good blend of the paranormal and mystery. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Makes you want to buy the book, huh? <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> oh. Paul Hollis says, I'm hooked. Yeah. Yay. Because <laughs> it also made it sound like, just from what they were saying with the tarot cards, is uh, that there might be some romance too. Yeah. That somebody was going to be surprised, you know, by. Right, right. Okay. Chris, what could be more romantic than a man chasing his dead bride? That is romantic. <laughs> and it's yeah. sad. Very sad. Chris Christmas yeah. says, I yeah. love a good tarot reading in a book. Uh-huh. There's three of them. 
three tarot readings in this book alone? No, or in every in every book, there's in three. Every book, there's three readings. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. So you must know something about tarot. Oh yeah, I have about six different decks. <laughs> interesting. I have never been able to make heads nor tail of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's complicated. I started in the seventies, so I've been doing it a long time. Yeah, it is. It is complicated. The major arcana and the minor arcana, and I mean, mm -hmm. I just got all confused. Uh, Chris Christman <laughs> said I use them in my books. Oh, really, Chris? I didn't know that. That's, no, that's really that's really awesome. Well, I bet Orlando. Does. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good material in the tarot. I mean, you know, T.S. Eliot used it. Yeah, yeah. But I still have never understood it. One of our daughters understands it better than, than I do. But still, it's just something I've never done. So I'm not comfortable with it. I don't. There's a lot to memorize. And at this stage yeah. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Memorizing yeah. things comes a little bit more difficult uh -huh. than years ago. <laughs> memorizing what? <laughs> what was I going to memorize? <laughs> and why? <laughs> well, why don't we tell everybody where we can, where she can be reached? Okay. Chris Christmas says we all use different tools. Yeah, that's, that's, true. that's true. I'm much more comfortable with like remote viewing and that right. kind of thing yeah that comes easy to me that must be the thing about tarot too i bet some people just can easily do it you're more in tune with it mm -hmm. okay let's tell you how to get in touch with roslyn you can go to all author um should i put all of that in or no, just, just okay no roslynreed.allauthor.com that's r-o-s-l-y-n-r-e-i-d dot a-a-a-l-l-a-u-t-h-o-r obviously <laughs> so that's one place you can reach her on twitter it's at the underscore moonshadow m-o-o-n-s-h-a-d-o-w on Instagram, it's real Roslyn Reed. We all know how to spell real, and it's Roslyn Reed again. The three R's. I hope we do. <laughs> the three R's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the real Roslyn Reed, the three R's. <clears throat> Facebook, it's James Early Maine. J-A-M-E-S-E-A-R-L-Y-M-A-I-N-E. E, as in the state of Maine. And LinkedIn is Roslyn-Reed. Now let me, oops, sorry. <laughs> no one else saw that but me. Okay. I saw it. You did. Yeah. Paul okay. and Ros, email is paulandros at gmail.com. And that's P-A-U-L dot N dot R-O-Z. All right, we have two comments here before we do the book giveaway. <laughs> Chris Christman says, um, oh, 
I didn't see this. No. Joe Conjol said, I'm reading Chris's book now. Definitely tarot cards in the story. And then Chris Christman said, thanks, Joe. And then Tom Nally showed up with his empty chair. Three chairs. That's great. <laughs> three chairs. Does that mean you're Hi, empty <laughs> three times as much as you usually are? You're missing? I, I was wanting to ask Joe, do you read a book in one hand and a book in the other at the same time, because you read more than anybody I've ever known. He does read a lot. It's incredible. Joe does read a lot. Yeah. Okay. Joe has a question. Roslyn, have you planned how many books you'll write for the series? Good question. Yeah, there's going to be, as far as I know, there's going to be four and possibly five. Um, okay. But they, I, I write very slowly, <laughs> so they take a while. Yeah, that's okay. Look mm -hmm. at Game of Thrones. I think seven years for each book, so that's really slow. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I write that slowly. <laughs> no. All right. <clears throat> Once you get your typing fingers ready, guys, uh, okay. the book giveaway uh, tonight. Uh, the first three people mm -hmm. to email paul.n.roz at gmail.com will win an ebook copy of Spiricom. That's cool. That's something to look forward to. It is. And while they get going with that, why don't we go to our commercials? All right. And then when we come back, we have some more comments. Yeah. With you, so, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everybody stay tuned. A word stay from right our sponsors. Right where you're at. People who like to read want to get their hands on books by Becca Jones. Becca Jones, the breakthrough author who tells it like it is. It takes courage to tell a story when it reveals dark secrets. Becca Jones delves deep into the hidden world of sexual abuse. She tells what happened and also tells how she survived. Meant to be is much more than just entertaining. Meant to be gives you a point of reference, hope to cling to, and becomes a guide for survival if you have suffered the same thing. Meant to be, Becca Jones, a must-have. Meant to be is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and many other bookseller websites. Siren Song, then Siren Song 2. Now comes The Siren Hunter, a continuing saga about Angie Holland and her never-ending battle with the mythological denizens that are not even supposed to exist. Is The Siren Hunter a conclusion to the undersea horror? Only the sirens know for sure. The Siren Hunter. Now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and many other bookseller websites. Or contact this podcast. The trilogy is complete. Madison Jackson loved being a cop. 
a young girl is raped and murdered near Burnett Reservoir. Madison vows to get justice for the child. Madison travels to the heart of Mexican cartel country. She is kidnapped, tortured. Will Madison ever make it home? Justice by Kelly Marshall, only at Amazon.com. And we're back. We're back. And Kristen Lee Barger said, hey, cool, enjoying the tarot card focus as well. Longtime tarot card reader, too. Cool. Good for you, Kristen. Go ahead and see if you can win a copy of her book, and then you can read all the tarot card readings. She also said, stay tuned. So we said, stay tuned. For <laughs> that was the last set of commercials, folks, until the end of the show. So <laughs> let me put up um, your email again one more time so people can see it. I know it's down here, but that's bigger print. So some of us that are... Uh, <laughs> Visually handicapped. <laughs> visually challenged. <laughs> gonna say. Visually yeah, visually challenged. challenged. <laughs> May need a little bit bigger writing. I know that's me. Yes, and those of us that are old. So how long have you lived up in Maine? Um just over thirteen years. Thirteen years, okay. That's There's a lot of mystery writers up here. <laughs> That's a mystery as to why they're living there, but that, no, I mean, it's, it's beautiful there. I, I it is to me. That. It is beautiful, especially the part yeah. of me that you're in. Yes. Oh, Joy, Joy Shelton York said, I am fascinated by tarot cards, but they scare me. Yeah. 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 Oh, why? You afraid of the future? Is it the future or the cards? I mean, I had a deck that nobody liked. <laughs> they thought it was gruesome. <laughs> I have a deck and, you know, and I read and it came with a book and everything. And I read the book and I just, it's just, I'm not afraid of them. It's just, um, it confuses me. I said that already. Um, oh, is that <laughs> Kristen Lee Barger said, is that the email I neglected to write down? Sorry. That's Multitasking it. and working. And she also says, I love. Main too. Okay. Joy says yes, what they may say. Uh huh. Well, I don't really tell people's future. Right. I tell them the influences that are around them, and then they can decide what to do about that. Chris Christman said, I have several decks, but really only use my first writer weight deck. Yeah, that's the go to. Well, that's one of the more, that's a more popular one. Yes. That's that's one everybody learns on, and um, it's over a hundred years old. So, wow, it's fairly easy to to learn. Wow, that's that's really awesome. Yeah. Over hundred years old, they've been. But there are there are all kinds of variations of decks. There must be several hundred of them. There's like the Hobbit deck and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if if tarot cards have ever been used in like a uh, trial, a murder trial or something. You know, that's a, that's well, a good, good thing. I've heard of lawsuits with psychics involved, but I don't think 
tarot cards were. <laughs> but they're usually like, you know, fraud. This person promised yeah, that she would she would cast a spell and make me rich and that kind of stuff. And what, so you end up in court. You mean to help solve the crime? Yeah, to help solve the crime. Psychics That's interesting. Are, yeah, the police use psychics to find yeah, bodies yeah. and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Well, I know that um, there is a tarot card reader on, on our channel, on our on this the radio station that we're on. And uh, the girl who does it had never met me. Uh, I don't think even knew that I was, that we were... Uh, on the on the same radio station i just stopped in to watch her show mm -hmm. and she read my cards over the internet which was interesting and um i have to tell you she was dead bang on she didn't tell my future or anything she just said things about who i am and what my personality is like and mm -hmm. kind of like what my calling is and she hit it, the nail on the head it was uh, kind of startling <laughs> it was. I was like, oh, right. and one of the things she said that that i was was something i had been um uh, having trouble committing to fully and and doing that you, you know what i mean it was mm -hmm. like something i knew that i should probably be doing but i really didn't want to do it wasn't yeah yeah and then she said and yeah this is what you should be doing. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I give them advice as to what to do. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one time I did a spread that was, this person had walked out of the room. And I did this spread that was one of the worst spreads I had ever seen. And I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I am not proud of this, but I she had walked out of the room and I just gathered up the cards as fast as I could and uh shuffled them again and asked told her to ask a question that had nothing to do with her life or <laughs> what was going on. And it turns out that about a week later her husband flipped out and decided he was going to walk to Jerusalem and he quit his job. And they had two kids, and he was the sole support. She had to go on welfare. So pretty much what I saw in that reading came true. He decided to walk to walk Jerusalem. To Jerusalem. Walk to Did Jerusalem. he make it? Did, did you ever find out? I don't think, so. I don't think he ever got started. <laughs> I, mean, I don't he think he got to the beach. Walk on water to... Uh, <laughs> right. I think that was whole the part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. it, was like, it was like I was shocked. <laughs> no I mean, that's something that you never want to happen. You know, right. if you have a really bad reading and you're a reader, you try to handle it. But I wasn't yeah. going to handle that. Sounds like he had a psychotic break. Yeah, he went oh, out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. that's why Joyce said she's fascinated but scared. They scare her. She yeah. wouldn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something nobody saw coming. Uh, nobody figured he was going to do this. So. So how do you like being an author besides, you know, and we know you're a tarot card reader, but how, how do you like writing? Well, it's different. I mean, you've got to do a lot of publicity. Yeah. Nobody's ready for that. They think, you know, if you write it, <laughs> they will come. <laughs> we know <No>. better. <laughs> you've got to do your own publicity uh, yes. unless you're with Doubleday or Simon and Schuster or somebody. And even then. Even, uh, even then, you, yeah. we've had yeah. um, authors on from from big publishers, New York Times, mm-hmm. bestseller. New York Times bestseller, and they have to do yeah. publicity too, yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, so you might as well self-publish because <laughs> you're doing all the work already. <laughs> well, I think that the amount of money that they get paid by those publishers has something to do with why they go with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that and they get yeah. your- they get your books into the the bookstores the bookstores yeah. nationally, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, I did a direct I did a direct mail campaign for that, and it worked pretty well for for Scandal. And this was during COVID when when they were like opening very limited, but it helped a lot. So for this, a Scandal at Crystalline, yeah. You did a direct mail. So explain to people what you mean by you did a direct mail campaign. Well, there's something called a sell sheet where you have uh, the information about your book and um, like uh, blurbs and your bio and the picture of the cover and all the data on the book. And you send that. And I actually used snail mail because bookstores don't get that anymore. (laughs) They probably get bombarded by email. That so is really clever. <laughs> we thank you. <laughs> that, that's yeah. clever. So you, yeah. so you mail the information to the bookstores? Yes, I use the mailing list of Sisters in Crime, um, which is one of the mystery groups you can join. Mm-hmm. And um, I just sent it all. I sent uh, the sell sheet out to all these bookstores. There were about 200 bookstores. And um, I, it worked pretty good. Did you send a copy of the book as well or just the... No. Just the I only gave a copy of the book to the local stores in Maine oh, because okay. I, could, I could go there. Oh, yeah, there you right. go. Right, right. right. And did you do the same thing for your libraries? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because you can get you know, you can get in for an author talk, give them yeah. a book and say, I'm available. Right. Yeah. Right. I know that um, Rob's sister called us up one time and she said, um, my friend from Encino, California, called me today and she said she'd gotten your book out of the library there. She said, how did you get into the library there? <laughs> Well, it's their choice what they do with it. I mean, uh, I think two of them put it in the book sale. Um, One of them put it on the shelf. And that means when they put it on the shelf, they catalog it. And that means it gets into the state catalog. But they had the description wrong. I had to call them up and tell them to correct it. Yeah. Yeah. They had, uh, they had, um, 
the main character in Scandal and Crystalline, they said he was murdered and his, his sister wanted to know, wants to know who did it. So she hired early. Well, he wasn't murdered <laughs> and she didn't want to know who killed him because he wasn't murdered. <laughs> oh, Nobody knows if he was murdered. He could have been murdered, but we don't know. So. <laughs> Joe Conjol said, are your paperbacks through Ingram Spark? Uh, you can get um, Scandal through Ingram. For some odd reason, my publisher did not put the Spiricom on Ingram. So the only place you can get the paperback is from Amazon. For uh, Spiricom. Yeah, I yeah. was not happy about that, but there's not much I can do about it. No, not if your publisher did it and you didn't. Yes. So. Yeah, it's only available on Amazon. That's that's interesting. You would think that that would be a big selling point, but however, as we all know, there's 50 million of us there on Amazon. So. At least 50 million. <laughs> <laughs> so getting noticed is a little bit difficult. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> it's why you should do book signings at bookstores and Mm -hmm. libraries and yeah i think right. book signings are probably the best way to to do it yeah fairs and um i george dismukes likes doing uh, restaurants mm -hmm. restaurants, oh, restaurants cool restaurants we know with the bar we yeah we restaurants with the bar we know we have other friends that do them at um restaurants too yeah because people are relaxed and they've had a few yeah. drinks and yeah. they're they get to meet you and are more likely to, to buy your book. Yeah. I did one at a, in a theater. Um, and lobbies are a good place to do them, but th there was no lobby in this theater. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. a community theater. So I did it on the landing of the stairway. Oh, well. <laughs> as long as there was room, you know. And I did another one at the SPCA. <laughs> oh, well, that was a good idea, yeah. though. Yeah. Anywhere where you have people coming in and out, you know, lots yeah, of people. Right. everybody reads. So, right. yeah, I guess the SPCA some uh, mm -hmm. advertisement mm -hmm. too, which is which is a good thing. Right. Yeah, because yeah. you're publicizing that you're going to be there. So, mm -hmm. Joe Conjol says, but Ingram seems to be the best path to the bookstores. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And I used to work for Baker and Taylor. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, well, but Ingram, Ingram is, is like the gold standard. Some bookstores, too, even though they're part of, um, you know, of a national bookstore, they have autonomy with who they can they can put on their shelves. And mm -hmm. I know Target does. Their general store managers can request books to be put in there. So, you know, mm -hmm. chat up your local target right yeah. <laughs> yeah my book was even listed a uh, scandal was listed online at walmart <laughs> yes yeah. so they were but handling walmart, walmart's another good place and also supermarkets too yeah supermarkets yeah. have those little you know like walmart does they will mm -hmm. have it throughout but i mean walmart has an actual book section but they also have those little end things mm -hmm. that twirl around and you put books in there. Yeah. yeah. 
So, do you have any advice for new authors? Uh, stick with it. Be patient. Don't expect miracles. <laughs> yeah. Be prepared to work. <laughs> don't think you're going to sell a million copies in the first year. No. It's really yeah. exciting when you get your first copy of your first book, you know, in your yeah. hands, you know, the, the, the physical copy. Yeah. It's a thrill just for that. I mean, never yeah. mind sales. <laughs> Just to look at the book, it's like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. And I I remember um, one of, I've got a lot of authors that I really enjoy reading. And one was, um, oh, Joe Conjol said, I think Walmart partners with Kobo. I, th I think they do, Joe. I think that's right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> Ian McCaffrey wrote, was an author who wrote this series of book called the uh, dragon riders of Pern. It was a science fiction fantasy uh, yeah. series of books. And I always loved the blurb on the back of her book because it said Anne McCaffrey lives in a castle in Ireland with her cats. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> she's an American, but she went to Ireland because, you know, authors don't pay taxes in Ireland. Right. <laughs> So she was not only a good author, but she wasn't stupid. And, <laughs> and, um, and I always thought, oh, my gosh, that sounds so romantic, living with a <laughs> and writing books. And, oh, but you know what? I'm not living in Castle. I'm not living in Ireland. <laughs> and I don't have any cats. Castles are cold and drafty. And yeah. <laughs> And expensive. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. <laughs> and you know what? Ann McCaffrey's son used to rent an apartment in my house. <laughs> well, he took over. He took over her Did book he? when he when she sure. passed away. Um, and um, then I think now I think it might be her daughter, or it might be her granddaughter that's now mm -hmm. writing the series. And now it's pretty good. That series is is pretty good. Cool. That's that's so interesting though. Yeah. I I don't Small know. If she, I don't think she had more than one son, so that must have been the same son. But he did. Yeah. When she passed away. He started right. He took up the the characters, the whole yeah. story. Have you read those books? No, I never read any of her books. But he oh. used to talk about her. And a funny thing was, he was a, like a Civil War reenactor, so he was into history. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I really enjoyed those books. They were really, mm -hmm. and she was ahead of her time in her thinking. And yeah. so I really enjoyed the way that she wrote her books. And, mm -hmm. But there are a lot of authors I like, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Uh -huh. Well, it's been great having you on the show tonight. Yes. Um, oh, thank you for having me. This was, this was terrific. Yeah, and... it was fun. We're kind of running sorry. long on time sorry. now, so sorry. Sorry about the bumpy sorry start. Sorry about the right rough beginning there. Yeah, well, that's life. Oh, <laughs> Just like writing. <laughs> Joe Conjol said, "Great show as always. Thank you, Rosalind." Oh course. yeah, Joe. I'll see you later. <laughs> and uh, Chris Chrisman says, "Thanks for another great show. Thank you." Paul Hollis said, awesome show. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everybody, for tuning yeah. in and listening. Thank you. All right. We're going to move you over to the side there. 
animals. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I should have told you to hold on. I'm sorry. You could have fastened your seatbelt. Joy's Shelton York's at another great show. Thank, Thank you, Joy. Okay, we want to make sure everybody tunes in tomorrow night um, for the Haunted Campfire Tales. Thursday, that's Thursday the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Facebook, Tampa Bay Spirits group page, Meet the Author page on Facebook as well, and YouTube, Meet the Author podcast channel. And, if, and for more information, you can get it at tampabayspirits1.com, number one.com. Kirsten Lee Barger said thanks. Thanks you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for Kirsten. joining us, Kirsten. I hope you pop Thank in you. again. Yeah. Next week it's Michael Scott Clifton. He writes fantasy, paranormal, sci-fi, adventure, and romance all in one. Well, well mostly. <laughs> got quite a few books. Um, and that'll be Wednesday, March first. March first already. Yeah. And I think Roslands are kind of that too. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things in, in one. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to have another exciting show. Yeah. Uh, March. March coming up. Uh, of course, Michael Scott Clifton on the 1st. Uh, on the 8th, Paul Rushworthy. <laughs> Paul Rushworth Brown, uh, Australian author. Uh, that's a pre-record on the 8th. And then on the 15th, we're going to have our 100th episode celebration. Uh, we're going to have five guests, 100 episodes. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, anyway, Marjorie Deering, Tori Gates, Jamil Effend, Hanaro Torres, and Doug Gardham are going to be our guests that evening. Uh, we're going to have lots of giveaways and stuff, so be it's, sure to tune in. It's going to be fun. And it all five of those authors were great when they were on the first time, and yep. this will be Great. And then on the 22nd, Joseph Caribus, and on the 29th, none other than Breakfield and Berkey will be back, <laughs> our friends Breakfield and Berkey. With their second uh, Magnolia Bluff Chronicle book. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, okay, and their Enigma series uh, continuing as In well. And their Enigma series, yeah. which has never yeah. stopped yet. So make sure you tune in after, right after the show for um, the... Uh, Voice of Indie podcast, Blog Talk Radio, and we're going to show you a little uh, instruction thing on a commercial on how to get over to that right now as we sign out. And in the meantime, let's see, I guess, if I can find it. Okay. Until <laughs> next time. That's all, folks. Good night. Live every Wednesday, your Voice of Indie hosts, Beam Weeks and Stephen G's, welcome authors, musicians, publishing industry pros, artists, and assorted creative guests for an exciting interactive hour. Call in during the show or post questions and comments on Twitter for responses in real time. Meet your favorite indie creators, learn inside tips, network, and promote your work. The link for each week's show is pinned on Twitter atop at Voice of Indie. And you can receive the link every Wednesday morning in your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter at freshinkgroup.com. Check out Voice of Indie every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio and catch hundreds of episodes archived everywhere from our websites to our YouTube channel and Spotify. Thank you for joining us here on Meet the Author. Make sure you stay up to date with our show by clicking like, follow, and share. And you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and more.
See you next time on WLFE 